I've been doing a bit of exploring as of late. I typically frequent the local thrift stores, spot meets, and garage sales around here, typically looking for oddities and trinkets alike. Aside from going to the local Walmart, just about five miles up the road from where I live, there's really not too much to do in my neck of the woods, that being Sheridan, Wyoming. And as breathtakingly beautiful as the countryside can be, well, they really don't call it America's most desolate state for nothing. <laughs> everyone knows everyone, uh, at least in the major cities, that is. And if you've already thought about eight steps ahead, you've probably already deduced that, considering the foot traffic we get through here, there's slim pickings in terms of things to find in your local mom-and-pop joint. But you'd be half right. See, I expected the standard fare. You know, old knives, rusted guns, just about every hand-me-down article of clothing, sporting some kind of cowboy motif or Harley-Davidson insignia. Aisle after aisle, little to no interest sparked. I'd seen it all, and what's more, I'd seen it all already. I quickly concluded that, much like yesterday, the day previous, and just about every other day prior this week, there was nothing spectacular. If anything, I'd say hello to Tim, the owner, uh, catch up, and then head back home. Until just then, a silver lining. And I'm not talking metaphorically either. My eyes managed to catch a glimpse of something shiny behind the back counter, perched on top of the shelving unit with other knickknacks not made available on the floor. I approached him curiously, his eyes peeled up from his magazine. Howdy, man. How goes things? Eh. More of the same. Everything been well with you? Nah, you know, it. it's what you make of it, right? We exchanged pleasantries, nodding and cracking a couple jokes in the interim. Say, that shiny thing back there, I stated, pointing behind him. What is that? It took a second for him to find what I was pointing at. I'm surprised he didn't piece it together, considering the contrast with the rest of the tattered books and dusty figurines. But he eventually retrieved it. A shiny metallic box. Its front embossed with a familiar mouse shape. Oh, this? Yeah, been trying to figure out what it is myself. Saw the logo, thought it was some kind of rat trap. But you've been the first person to even notice it back there. What is it, though? The hell if I know. He opened the lid. And inside was an abundance of white cylinders six in total. They were opaque and slightly greasy to the touch. I chuckled. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're, they're candles. <laughs> Never seen one of the flesh before. You ever heard about these somewhere? He asked. Yeah, apparently the Walt Disney Company had made candles in the shapes of Disney characters way back when kind of a shitty design. See, they'd melt the characters until they were nothing more than a puddle of wax. Odd shapes, too. But... but these... I paused, examining them further, as well as the packaging. These I really can't tell. A quick flip of the metal box confirmed my suspicion. 1939. Tim matched my surprise. You mean to tell me that these candles have been inside this box for this long? Jesus Christ, man, what a find. 
I'll say, I thought. My expression turned firm. I half regretted explaining all this to him, knowing full well he was in within his own right to stiff me. Not many gems get this far out, and he had mouths to feed. He smiled, scratching the back of his head. Ugh, the hell, man. Give me a five. It's a nice antique, but I can't imagine it could be that rare, right? Without thinking, I slammed a bill on the counter. Don't talk when you don't have to, right? I returned home. I began my dissection, taking several glances at both the metallic tin and separating the candles from it. They emerged with ease and were set on my workbench. The outside packaging yielded much of the same findings as made before, a firm aluminum with a simple Mickey Mouse logo stamped on front. Nothing indicating any semblance of a manufacturing logo, of course, aside from the front, a UPC, barcode, or anything identifiable of its origin. I shifted my attention to the candles, all standing upright under my lamp. They were about what you'd expect if you unearthed them at any dollar store. No smell or anything. As stated before, they weren't molded to any distinct character, remaining cylindrical in size and stature. A small wick poked out from the top. I sighed, not defeated, but without too many other leads to go off on. At times like these, the internet would have been my saving grace. Or, hell, even eBay. I pondered how exactly a relic like this would even be described from its bland appearance, let alone priced. A loan date was all I had, but that glowing box perched upon my desk hadn't failed me yet. I got to work. Every possible descriptor I could muster was pasted into the search bar a majority of which led to dead ends or faulty web pages. Several online listings sported similar names, yet nothing comparable in appearance. As expected, eBay also yielded nothing, aside from the overzealous prices commanding shoddy, defective, self-proclaimed rare merchandise to be more than what I knew what it was. A thumping sound suddenly rang from behind me. My cat had decided idiotically, to knock one of the candles over, causing it to roll off the bench to the floor. <sighs> Christ, I thought. Can't even have nice things in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, huh? Closer inspection revealed that the candle had unfortunately snapped in two, lengthwise, straight through the side, and even break. My cat simply stared at me. I looked back at him in annoyance. I suppose I couldn't have been too mad at him, though, considering it was just wax. But but right then, I noticed another aspect that was peculiar. The wick only managed to poke about an inch out of the top. The rest of the space occupying the wax left a small cylinder of empty space. The bottom of the candle was waxed closed, and for all intents and purposes... Well, it looked like an incredibly narrow container. My search continued, and after hours spent in the night, it seemed as if going in circles was considered an understatement. I'd gotten nowhere fast. I mean, nothing yielded anything. I'd gotten an idea as a last resort to simply just, just email Disney, maybe tweet to them, or, or send them some kind of DM, you know, something to get someone's input on what I had. I drafted up a quick note, not only inquiring as to what was in my possession, but to get a bit of background on its significance. 
mean, it was worth a shot, considering it was the only shot I had. I got a standard automated reply, and for some time, that was that. I moved on from it fairly quickly. After a couple of days, it wasn't even considered a thought in my mind. Every now and then I'd get a glimpse of it on my shelf, but really nothing more. Friends would come over and not even acquire about it. I didn't even bring it up in my day-to-day -day conversations, you know. Suffice to say, the adventure came to an anticlimactic halt. Until, of course, it didn't. My email pinged a message from an unknown Disney representative. I was at work. A dingy sort of supermarket where the only stray customers, aside from the occasional tumbleweed parting the automatic doors, was Miss Lewis buying cat food. Sweet lady. Anyways, I was working the register when it happened. My manager and I were having a conversation, and he inquired about it jokingly, insinuating it to be a message from some special someone. But no. No, I... I opened the email with a puzzled look, him matching mine, as I read a very standard, simple message. To who it may concern, thank you for your message. We are sorry to inform you that your contact information has been recorded into Disney Company's records, and that you are hereby banned from any and all Disney-related theme parks and or amusements. As of this correspondence, we have hereby forwarded your previous email sent to local authorities, and will soon be in contact as a follow-up to inquire about your alleged possession. Do not reply to this email, as correspondence will not be permitted, and instead kept as further evidence. Regards, Simon, Operations Manager, Disney. I looked up from my phone, my hands shaking. My boss asked me what the matter was, and I did my best to tell him, but I don't think he really grasped it fully. Internet, please. What do I have?